allow me to make a statement that we all know is true. If we create organizational culture that invites employees to the decision-making table that incorporates diverse and sometimes challenging perspectives, different perspectives, abilities, and learning styles into standard procedures, then we will see the following. Increased staff retention, increased overall innovation, (laughs) improved quality of services and production, and improved employer brand. Let me walk through a few tactics and legitimate just points of views that can be connected to each of those four categories and each of those four outcomes. Let's start with increased staff retention. If you accept and have processes where even though they're sometimes challenging, you're living into diverse perspectives, abilities and learning styles. The reason why your staff will be uh, the reason why your retention will be higher is because. I'm raising my hand literally right now as I'm making this piece of content here. I am not your identical and your typical head of people type. I did not come from the traditional university sector. I did not have and I do not have the traditional quote unquote certifications that we all know and look for. I don't even actually have the execution abilities to burn, to drive and bring value. But if an organization decided to bring me into an org and they thought and they wanted and they need strategic employee experience, points of views, ability, and someone that is willing to be brave enough to drive value home so that we can make a really big impact in our organizational culture. I am your guy. And for me, when I think about diverse abilities, learning styles, backgrounds, and sometimes challenging points of views, I fit the mold. And so for me, if I was in an organization And they did the following tactic. They sat down in a one-on-one format and they appreciated my diverse abilities. They understood my perspective. They understood my odd and quirky learning style because I suffer from ADD. And they put me in the best position to win, meaning structured the role connected to the outcomes that I thought I could legitimately drive home, met me halfway when it came to my compensation structure, Sorry about the little pause there for a minute, guys. Internet connection caught up. Let's uh, let's get back to the episode. Thanks a lot. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, audio cut out there. Respected my executive background so that my compensation structure would reflect that, but also respected the fact that they also still need such a legitimate HR bandwidth. So I would also give a little bit. So a give and take. Respected my learning style, thus they gave me a little bit more bandwidth to shadow and support and be around other executives within the organization. If they literally spent time in a one-on-one format to curate a role that was optimal for me, which takes time, which takes one-on-ones, which takes people analytics, which takes data, which takes patience, which takes empathy, if they did all those things, what they would find is that they retained a talented individual. They retained a staff member that would be willing to do anything for the organization and would be bringing so much skill, so much engagement, so much passion to the organization that a lot of great things would happen. And on top of all of that, when you as an organization have procedures and processes that will, again, respect diverse decision-making, respect 
diverse backgrounds and, and, and overall educational structures and, and, and frankly, color and gender. Respect, even though it can be challenging, different points of views, different communication styles, different communication needs and preferences, respecting different abilities, respecting different learning styles. The most important thing that you will find is you will find a human being that is grateful, grateful for an opportunity, grateful to finally be heard, grateful to finally be seen, grateful to finally be listened to, grateful to be finally respected. And then what you would find, and I'm raising my hand again, that individual would want to stay at the company, will stay at the company. And you never know what that individual could do for you doing their stint at the organization, connected to innovation, connected to quality of service, and connected to employer brand. So let me loop in the other three. If you do this and that level of gratefulness and passion and engagement kicks in for this individual, not only will they be retained, now let's move to innovation. Their comfortability, their psychological, psychologically, psychological safety to bring up new ideas, to share new thoughts and perspectives, to be comfortable enough to reach out to fellow executives and fellow team members and share their diverse background and how that can potentially make a meaningful impact to this org would spike. And we all know, we never know, and I think the E1B2 Collective is a pure example of that, we never know the types of revenue, the types of innovation, the types, the types of excitement, the types of benefit that having someone from a different walk of life or having someone from a different background, a stranger to the industry, we never know the real impact that can have on, on overall innovation. And every single company listening to this, without a doubt, can say they would like and appreciate innovation. And if you have an organization that has every single person with the same learning style, and maybe that learning style is I go to school, I listen to a teacher, I go to university, and I put my head down, or I go to a certification class, I listen to what they say. There are by-the-books type person, and I'm not saying that's bad. But let's say you have an entire organization like that. Let's, let's stick right here on innovation. But on the flip side, let's say you're open-minded enough to bring in a, a few folks in your organization that have different learning styles. They consume so much podcast content. They, they go to conferences. They're looking for case studies and blogs. They, they, have a, they have a board of directors of mentors and coaches and, and innovation thought leaders around them. And so now what they're literally doing is they're curating this network, this, this cluster of information that is so outside the box. Now they're bringing that to your organization and that's how you have increased overall innovation. Let's move over to improved quality of services and production. The E1B2 Collective is a perfect example of that. When I look at Beyond Resume, when I look at Beyond Brand, Soto Signal, and Hire Ally, when I look at the work that I was attempting to do with Startup EX, when I look at Corey T, you know where they all come from? They come from me being a stranger. And I believe the quality of the service that I injected these brands into and that I am willing to bring these services to inside of an organization will spike. Let me, let me be very clear. With Core 18, 
And let's stick on improved quality of service and production. With Core 18, the entire process of Core 18 is to inevitably make sure an organization is understanding and giving space to understand the operational truths, realities, preferences, needs, and diverse backgrounds of a candidate in real time by creating a transparent, safe environment by bringing in a third party during the hiring process so they can actually react to that data and make sure that the data on the brand side and the data on the applicant side actually matches. Much deeper than a Myers-Briggs. Now, how does that have anything to do with improved quality of service and production? Because for me, if I can bring that innovation to the table, if I can bring that diverse structure, that diverse skill, that diverse service, aka Core 18, into the organization... Thus, I help the organization bring in someone that is a freaking rock star, and we literally make sure their rock star execution abilities start from day one because now we make sure that our operational culture actually matches incredibly well with their operational overall workings and preferences of who they are today connected to employee retention. So that means they're staying here. We never know. And there's ways that you can track it, but I'm just want to keep it high level. We never know how that how that um, individual may come into the organization and now will improve quality of service and quality of production because now they're sitting in the marketing team or now they're sitting in the product team and they brought so much extra value because there's such a there's such an operational match. And that was all driven from innovation. That was all driven. From diverse executions, diverse thoughts, diverse backgrounds, diverse services, and diverse points of views. It's all connected. We now have landed on a person that we know will be an automatic operational fit. Now this person's inside the department. Now they're looking through things from a different goggle lens because we're appreciating that diverse perspective. They're bringing innovation to the table. They're asking probing and important questions. And now the quality of the the service or the production has now gone up. And we all know improving on a quality of service or production and or product. We can connect revenue to that. Last thing, improved employer brand. There's a lot of stuff happening in an employer branding world. You want to know the one metric that I care most about? Are we driving passive, substantial, inbound of humans that want to work here without, we, without anyone in the organization operationally doing any sort of output and without anyone in the organization, anyone in the org, anyone, So I'll keep saying it again. Anyone in the org spending any amount of time, energy, or finances towards recruiting. I want the employer branding initiatives that we do to drive so much natural inbound that we incredibly increase the, 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 the level of effort and finances we put towards recruiting, aka the outbound. I want that to happen. That's the that's the way that I track if our employer branding is working. And so for me, when I think about DE&I and I think about how I can improve the employer brand, you know what I'm thinking about? I'm tying it all together. I'm thinking about how they appreciated my diverse background. 
They appreciated my diverse skill set. They appreciated my diverse learning style, aka I'm in the company a lot longer. Now, they, they've appreciated my, all, my overall ability to drive value. Now, now I'm improving and I'm being a part of the innovation. I'm improving. I'm being a part of the quality standards. Now that means I'm growing inside the company. Now that means I'm happy in the company financially, production-wise, engagement-wise, and overall. And now that means when I go to dinner with my fiance, or I go to Thanksgiving dinner with the family, or I go here, or I go there, or I go on LinkedIn and I just do my natural networking, that means anytime a human being asks me, what am I doing inside the organization? What am I doing with my time today? Where am I working? How am I producing revenue for my family? AKA, what am I doing with my career? I'm talking about the company. I'm telling them how amazing the company is. I'm telling them how, the, how amazing the company supports who I am individually and how there are systems and processes and realistic things that I can point to. And now the other person on the side of that is now listening. And they're wondering and wishing that they had that as well. And now they're going to their friend or their colleague or their husband or their wife. And they're saying, hey, I may want to check out the new marketing role they have there because I want to be a part of a culture like that too. And now as they're applying and now as they potentially get the job, they also are having those same Thanksgiving dinners and conversations with colleagues and happy hours and so on and so forth. And now, now it's a trickle effect. And if, imagine if you have an organization of a thousand, imagine if you have an organization of 5,000, imagine if you have an organization of 10,000, Can you even fathom the ripple effect? It's tremendous. From afar, it's what I've heard is happening with VaynerMedia. It's not just the aura of Gary Vee. It's the work of Claude Silver. So I think this is a really interesting perspective that a lot of folks that are sitting in the HR departments, that are sitting in the executive departments, that are running operations out of companies, that are thinking about anything to do with people, it's something I think you really need to take a second and really unpack and and break down this episode and really hone in on what I'm talking about. Because everything I said makes a big difference. Everything I said makes a big impact. It's just true. Thanks a lot.